0: Hi mate, it's uh, Rich. Uh, I've been trying to g- get hold of you, but um, I guess your battery's uh, gone or you're just not answering your phone. But anyway, just an idea for the uh, podcast on Tuesday. Apparently there's um, a bunch of guys all dressed in yellow um, that are claiming to be a football team playing at Wembley. I'm not not too sure on the details, but um, yeah, I think they're imposters or something claiming to be a Premier League club. But uh, we'll talk about it Tuesday. Speak to you later, mate. Bye. Hello and welcome to episode fifteen of View from the Sideline podcast. I'm Rich and Chris is with us today. Hi, Chris. Hello. We've got to be a bit gentle with Chris today. He's um he's suffering a bit from uh, the football over the weekend. It's
1: like a, a a football hangover, I would say, and it's still still going on now.
0: Well. You have little sympathy from me, Chris, as will um as that will unravel during today's podcast. So you're going to let us know what's coming up this week, Chris.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, we won't be discussing anything to do with the 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 title Chelsea game <laughs> <of> the weekend. <laughs> All right. No. Uh, what, so uh, I've got the teaser this week. Um, then we will be going into the Premier League review, uh, summary of the lower leagues, the Championship. Uh, League One and League Two. Uh, this week's special topic is around VAR, which uh, Would have come in handy at the weekend. And uh, a brief bit on predictions, the teaser answer, and then what is coming up next week. Uh, so I'll uh, I'll go straight into the teaser this week. Before Rich can say anything else. Uh, I'm so
0: I'm so looking forward to this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been waiting for this oh.
0: since Saturday night.
1: Go on in, Chris. Hit me. Hit me with a okay. teaser. So this week's teaser is: How many of the current teams in the championship have never played in the Premier League? So that was how, how many, many teams, the teams,
0: teams out
1: of twenty-four. Out of the twenty-four teams in the championship, how many of those teams have never played in the Premier League?
0: Okay, that's gonna that's going have to be a guess, but it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be a guess. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how you get on with that one. Uh, I do
0: I do remember Chris because I was actually half expecting uh, when you said last week the teaser was going to be about how many goals Chelsea beat Spurs by at the weekend. So I was just going to give you my answer of zero, but you've obviously given me another teaser.
1: I, uh, I, I decided to change the, the teaser at about seven thirty on Saturday night.
0: That was a good choice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there, well, there probably will be a theme today, just to let you know. Every now and again, I'll throw yeah. a I'll, I'll throw a reference in.
1: Just just one or two there, yeah.
0: It's, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll start off with the Premier League review. So the, the cool. first game, uh, um, Brighton
1: oh no you're gonna go Brighton first.
0: yeah no i'm saving it i'm saving it chris i'm saving it in its proper order (laughs) just just to build the tension so we'll start off with brighton v leicester
1: okay uh so yeah the brighton leicester game probably um a good point for both sides but i actually thought the brighton would probably felt like they probably could have won the game um felt that they controlled most of the game. Obviously Glenn Murray scoring again for Brighton. Um but the other thing I was I was looking at is they, they did actually mention it on match of the day, um, that ten of the fourteen goals that have been scored this season for Brighton have come from set pieces, which is obviously where you want someone like a Glenn Murray to you know, that's obviously clearly where they where they're getting their goals from and Glenn Murray's providing those goals. It, it was a it was
0: a bit of a typical Glenn Murray goal, wasn't it? Really, yeah. F- from a set piece, a decent header from a set piece. I think it was. I don't. I I agree with you. I think I think overall, you've got an early goal for Brighton and a, and a relatively late equaliser for Leicester. So I think both teams probably would be happy with with a point. I think a a, a definite penalty. From for, for Leicester, I think yeah. it was a bit of a silly, really. A, a, it? Yeah, it was a bit a bit of a rash challenge and a, a brilliant penalty from Vardy. There's no way the keeper yeah. was going to save that. A Really good penalty. I think two things for me. Obviously the the sending off, Madison sending off, which. No. Yeah, it, it was. I saw he. T- I saw he that he tweeted out after the game that he yeah, he, did, he was yeah. he was preparing for contact that never came, <laughs> which I I don't yeah. quite understand because it, the contact's not always going to come if right. if if you're a defender in the area you're almost not wanting to make contact so. It it was a bit of a shame, really, but I mean, I think I think the two bookings came two or three minutes apart. They yeah, were they, they were, were pretty, they were pretty close. Pretty but close. I think it's uh, he's got to get a yellow card for it.
1: it. It's just it's just risky, and stupid, really, isn't it? At the same time, like to know that you're already on a yellow, to then di- like even I know he said that he's he was anticipating contact, but still, you know. He's only made himself look a bit silly, to be honest. So. Yeah, I mean, fair
0: play to him for coming out and apologising at the end. But let Leicester did well, I think, to hold on away at Brighton for as long as they did to keep the score at one nil, and then to get the penalty to the to earn the point. I-, I still, I, I still feel that like Leicester are still suffering a bit from from what happened. Um, They just don't seem themselves at the moment to me. They don't. Uh, do, do you know what I mean? They haven't got oh yeah, that definitely. sort of that sort of bite or fight behind them. That, that I mean, even from when they won the league, they were sort of renowned for for how for how they played and how they fought in games. And it, it everything just seems well. The matches seem secondary at the moment, which I guess you can probably still expect, but. um I don't think they're playing as well as they can do. So I I would probably kind of agree that a a draw was a fair result. But I think Leicester, obviously, 1-0 down and down to 10 men are going to be happy with the point. Definitely. So uh,
1: the Everton-Cardiff game was next. Um, Everton, you know, creating a lot of chances in the first half. But one player that... Um, I just want to single out for them. He's having a, he's having quite a good season, but you don't. He's one of those players that you don't really hear a lot of, but he 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 does the job forever. And then it's um Andre Gomez, the, the Portuguese guy that they signed in the summer. Um, he always seems to be getting involved in in the attacks, and he he's got a really decent pass on him as well. But I just think like he's he, he's one of those players that goes under the radar a little bit and you don't really hear a lot about him but he actually does the job that's needed without really getting noticed
0: yeah i, w- I wouldn't disagree with you i i th- I've, i, I kind of feel as, as as i was surprised it was nil nil for as long as it was really i think yeah. that
1: i mean just coming
0: yeah ever Oh, Everton, sure. Everton dominated the possession. They dominated the goal attempts. Um, I think Cardiff, Cardiff showed a lot of fight, and they they held on for for, well, for just under an hour. I, I, I'm still not convinced about Everton to be honest with you. I, okay. They always seem to flatter to deceive me. Really, um, I just, I don't, I don't know if they're they're, they're sort of at. at their level i think they probably if if they have a good season they're they're a top six or seven side but yeah. they always i mean they get results but I, I wouldn't necessarily say they're they're really enjoyable to watch sometimes Seriously. i find I'm them quite I'm quite one-dimensional
1: quite surprised when i saw the league table of how high they actually were um it just surprised me a little bit that they were you know just above manchester united but yeah, I think
0: they're. Oh, well, I
1: think they're sixth at the moment. But yeah. I think
0: the. I, I'd have to check the table, but I think the gap between Arsenal in fifth and Everton in sixth is is maybe four four or five points. So that they're kind of the best of the rest, if you like. Sigurdsson. Um, oh, he's he's their best player by a mile. An important player for Everton,
1: he? He's, yeah, he's one of those players as well. I can see that. You know, not necessarily in the Premier League, but he might be able to move somewhere in Europe of, of a better quality than what I would say. Yeah,
0: I mean, he was good when he was at Spurs. I, I yeah. thought, I, I thought he he played well for Spurs.
1: But... Didn't really play a lot did he, for, for Spurs. It's obviously, went... no. I, sometimes i think... because my... him and Eriksson are very similar players aren't they so I guess you wouldn't
0: really mean. Yeah and I mean Eric, Ericsson bossed Chelsea at the weekend and I don't think that's something that Sigurdsson would do mm. Ericsson absolutely ruled ruled that midfield on Saturday so oh. um, I think, I think that, I'd think i rather have Ericsson
1: yeah, right. <laughs> <on>. uh, <excellent laughs> Got to get up. it in Chris um, So I did mention to Rich yesterday that I thought by the time that we were Um, Recording this podcast, I thought Mark Hughes might have been sacked. Um, He is still in a job, so I was. I I think you know I've been hearing Southampton fans, you know, for the last month, two months now, you know, not extremely happy with 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 the way he's managing the club, and I I thought that might have been the tipping point on um, Saturday. But it seems that he is safe. For another week, but a, a massive win for Fulham Nossi under new management under Ranieri. Um, still, I would say they still need to work on their defense a little bit. Um, but I just think for them, it's it, they just need a, a stable back four. He needs to that back four that played at the weekend, he needs to play them again next week just so you know, just so they're playing together and, and look more stable. Um But they actually you know, impressed me. Go, Fulham actually impressed me going forward as well with um and Scheller and Mitrovic the front three. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought Mitrovic played well. I, I I maybe look at it
0: slightly differently. I mean, I think there was always going to be goals in in that game, but I I I I can't help but think they're kind of both as bad as each other. So oh so. I think last week Fulham I think they played really well against Liverpool although they although they lost 2-0 I thought it was the best they've played probably probably since they came back up it just it was just a um it was just wasn't great that it was against Liverpool and I think Liverpool were always going to win that but Saints are we seem to say the same thing about them every week but for me at the moment Saints are probably the only team in the bottom five or six that just do not show the same level as fight of fight as all the other teams do if you compare them to Huddersfield or right. Cardiff even Fulham they just don't seem to have the same level of desire do, to do get think, a result
1: do you think that the, the players have lost confidence in the manager do you think that's got anything to do with it that they don't yeah, feel like they maybe maybe at the best of their ability
0: yeah maybe but i mean i I talk to a lot of saints fans and a a lot of what people say to me is that this is the worst not necessarily the worst saints team there's been for three or four years but it's the worst that they've played over 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 a consistent period of games they 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 don't look out of their depth but I wouldn't have any confidence in being a Saints fan that they're gonna get a result. When they went one nil up against Fulham, I always felt that that they were always gonna concede. So even though they were one nil up, it was still it was still an even game, if you like, because both both of the defences aren't great. And I think it's more just the fact that Fulham took their chances, which is why they got the three points. And the whole new manager, the new manager bounce that you get, I think that probably contributed as well. But I, I I'm not I'm not sure it's it's now gonna turn Fulham into a different side. No, oh, no. I'm do I'm you, not convinced of that.
1: Do you not think the Southampton fans will see that Fulham have changed their manager and they're kind of like turn he's got a win and in- In his first game, do you not think they would look at that and think, well, why are we not?
0: Yeah, but I I, I don't think that's always the answer because that's what Saints did last year. They changed their manager. Mark Hughes came in. They had a a slight upturn in fortunes and they stayed in the division. But that's quickly worn off. Otherwise, they wouldn't be where they are now.
1: Not many are going to want this job either. If if he left... (laughs) Well, but who, realistically, who are they going to get? They just end up with Allardyce. You, you just know that. Well, you, you know, I, I, cause I, I, there's not really that many other managers out there. I think that would 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 completely want it, especially with they have had a bit of turnaround with managers recently. So, not, well, but, yeah,
0: but I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Mark Hughes's biggest fan, but I'm not, I'm not wholly convinced it's just him. I think it's the players as well. They just don't look at yeah. it at the
1: moment. Well, I, I would definitely say the Southampton are in, in trouble now.
0: Well, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. So but we'll, a good, uh, win, we'll a good get... win for Fulham.
1: Yeah, we'll move on to the next game, which is the Man Crystal Palace game. Um,
0: this shouldn't take long. Well,
1: yeah, not long. The only thing i actually got from the game was one that Fellaini's had a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even recognise it. I no,
0: I didn't, I didn't either.
1: I was like, "Who's this? Who's this giant that made? He look like a lucky <laughs> basketball player." And his ta- his tackle was pretty nasty as well. I won. yeah, okay.
0: it wasn't great. It wasn't great. In
1: front of the referee as well. Yeah,
0: I I tell you how how I feel about this game, and before before the before the match started i thought it was one of these games where united are going to turn it around it's a it's a more than winnable game at home yeah um palace aren't aren't great uh but the one the one thing i took away from it is united were probably actually quite lucky to get away with a point well,
1: did you see I, I thought Can? i thought
0: palace yeah really? i thought palace
1: could have quite easily won it I think they had the better chances. So this, this comes down again to them not having a good enough striker. I think.
0: No, I agree with you. Yeah, but I, I mean, but that that shouldn't make a difference to the game, really. On paper, United should be winning that quite comfortably. I I've come to the realization that Mourinho's the problem. I think, yeah, the, there's I think, just there's yeah. just a constant whirlwind of issues and bad press that that's coming from him towards the players or a a group of players like what he said about Rashford Lingard Shaw and Martial I think about them being like spoiled kids but exactly but there's no way on earth that could be helping the team Um. so I, I I now actually think he, he's the problem, and it would not surprise me if he's the first one
1: to go. Well, because, yeah, they're, they're 65 minutes into the game tonight in the Champions League against Young Boys. It's still 0-0, and he's brought Lukaku and Pogba on in the last sort of five minutes. Yeah. Obviously feeling the need that he needs to bring them on, but... But I, I read, I read as well. They're
0: trying to sign De, uh, tie De Gea down to like a world record,
1: yeah, a he... world
0: record contract. But, yeah, but I mean,
1: he, do you want to do that right
0: now? I don't think he would. Yeah. No. the The only thing is, is where would he go? Because he was always linked yeah. with Madrid, but they've bought Courtois. So, so, I mean, where would he go? Really? But yeah. they I That's think. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yeah, I, I think that. I, I think I read that that's half half of their games now this year at home where they've not scored a goal. It's
1: just not like them, is it? It's not at all.
0: It's not at all. But they're playing. They're playing so poorly. And I think I honestly think if Palace had won that, I don't think people United fans could have many complaints. They uh, had chances, but, but... Uh, we'll,
1: uh, we'll move on. Um, so we've got the Watford Liverpool game next. Um, just one of those get ga- is a game of two halves. This one, <laughs> where not really too much happened in the first half, and then all of a sudden Liverpool come out of the blocks second half and you know, completely change the game with with, with Salah's goal, um, Arnold sc- scoring a, a really good free kick. Um, but one thing I w- just wanted to speak to you about was um, Henderson getting sent off.
0: He knew it didn't he? He walked he before the ref he... even pulled the card out.
1: Does it does it not make you think that by him like, by him like literally getting up and walking straight off he's he was looking to get himself sent off. I just thought it was a bit strange.
0: I'd, I'd, how he was... I don't know why he he want to get himself self sent yeah. off. I mean he, I, don't, I don't I don't think he's been playing that i don't know if he's been injured but he Not hasn't played a lot has he no he hasn't so why would you want to get suspended i i think it's more out of shame because it's such a needless it's such a needless sort of challenge when because you're when you're tennis. two nil
1: up i, I, I mean i understand players getting sent off when they're winning two three now i never understand it
0: i think it was i think it was kapu that sort of went round him and I mean he, he's not known for his blistering skill and pace on the wing. So I'm not sure he was gonna cause them too much trouble. And he sort of just shoulder barges him and I, I don't think he well the fact that he sort of got up
1: and walked off. I don't on, I, so I don't it.
0: I don't think he's got any argument really. I just no. think I, to be honest, I don't think it's going to affect Liverpool that much. I think they've got people that can come in and replace him. They just made it look so good um, in the second half.
1: But to, yeah, but the thing the... for me
0: is, is, the, is the penalty shout
1: in the first half.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's a penalty. I think it's... if that's given, I it's... think it
1: changes the game. I think it does. I think it was a, it was a penalty. But did you see um, Arn- uh, Alexander-Arnold's free kick? Yeah, you know, it, was, Arnold, it, was, it was pretty good, Trepe. wasn't it? It reminded me of Treffy's uh free kick goal at the
0: World Cup. Yeah, I, I, it was a great hit. When when you've got him or Mohamed Salah like sort of around the board a free kick, you your money's got to be on Salah really. But yeah, it was a it was a cracking shot. Great goal. Yeah. Good player. A
1: bit annoying that they got three points there. I thought I thought that maybe a game that they'd slip up on and first half it looked like they might, but
0: yeah you know, I think Well, I, I I I I had them down to winning predictions, so I thought I just thought they'd have too much for Watford, and I think it sort of just
1: panned out that way. Okay, really. Watford's still doing all right now. I think you know, you're going to go through phases like this where you've got to play a few of the top teams, and you know, you, yeah. Well, they're they're, they're still bad. in the
0: top. They're still in the top ten. So, I mean, I, I think that yeah, I agree. I think they're having a decent season. They've got a better goal difference than United as well, which is which which is always good.
1: Yeah. Well, well speaking of goal differences. Um... Last time, Manchester City, Manchester it's, City, yeah, uh, it's,
0: it's just getting, spotty, I guess, it's it's just getting silly. It's just getting silly I
1: now, just, isn't it? They they're just if you're a City fan and you're watching that week in week out, you you, you must be so happy like watching your team play like that. You, yeah,
0: happy. you must be. But if you listen to if you listen to Guardiola after the match, he he's, he's pretty annoyed by the performance, and I think on. Sort of, if you look at the game as a whole, I think it. I mean, City had a lot of possession, and I mean, West Ham did have some chances. They just didn't hit the target enough, and I think City. I think they had five or six attempts on goal and scored with four. So I mean, that's that's a that's a brilliant conversion rate. Yeah. But I don't know. I've I've heard some people say that the scoreline flattered them a bit, but when when you take your chances, you're you're always gonna well you're you're more often than not going to win games but there i did hear someone on the radio refer to all all of city's goals recently are like five a side goals they all follow a very similar pattern where it's like a quite long in-depth passing move and then there's one killer pass and the ball comes in from out wide and it's just a tap in well, but teams need to widen up to that, then, surely. They need to be more aware. Well, I don't, I don't think it's as easy as that, but mm. if you look at a lot of City's goals, that that's probably right. A lot of yeah, their goals yeah. do yeah. follow a similar pattern, but you just can't keep up
1: with them. I'll tell you, the, the, one, Sane, mate, he's going to be something. I know he's young, but he's going to be some, some player, I think, when he gets a bit older. Yeah. Even and now, I, he's... I'd agree. Say I agree. I think he's quality. How we. How we didn't go
0: to the World Cup, I've got no idea. But I think the scary thing with City this year is you can realistically say they're going to have three, maybe four players that are getting 15-plus goals. Hey, yeah. If you think of uh, David Silva, Bernardo Silva, Sterling, Aguero, Sane, oh. even De Bruyne when he comes back. Isn't that crazy? Mares, De Bruyne the boy the... is is
1: not in that team at the moment because he's out injured. But they're still winning games like that. It's just it's just crazy like that. He like he, so much credit has to go to Guardiola. For, I know he's inherited quite a few of that team, but the players that he has brought in, like I didn't really rate Bernardo Silva that much last season. He was good, but I'd say this season he's definitely stepped up. Absolutely, agree.
0: Um, uh, R- Robbie Robbie Savage said that you may as well give him the title now, and I've got to be honest, I, I don't disagree with him.
1: I I have I even said that after match a day, I, when I was looking at the league table and after watching City play, I thought to myself, I think I can, I'm going to say it. I think Man City are going to win the league.
0: Yeah. We both said it on the very first podcast. And I don't think we've changed our minds. Um,
1: well, well. next up is the Tottenham-Chelsea game. I don't know if you want to wait until the, until we go through the other three games from yesterday and uh, Sunday and Monday. Do you want to leave it to the end? We'll yeah, leave it to the we'll end. We'll leave it to the end. OK, so um, we'll go to the Bournemouth-Arsenal game. Um, I, what, I what, could... what an
0: own goal. Have uh, you ever seen a better own goal I than that? I was literally about to say I don't think I've ever seen a goal
1: like that one. That
0: was such Um, a finish. He's he's caught that as sweet as anything.
1: What a goal! The thing is, he never ever in front of the actual goal where he's supposed to be scoring. He nine you know nine and a half times out of ten he'd never get that in. Never. No.
0: (laughs) But but to me this this one almost it kind of follows a, a, a similar pattern to the Watford Liverpool game. Where how that first goal for Bournemouth was disallowed, I'm not sure. He's decisions.
1: This,
0: this he's weekend. he's on side. He's clearly on side. Even by I think is it is it Mustafi that's on the floor,
1: but the he's German, yeah, the German, right, yeah.
0: He's he's the length of his head on side. Maybe because he's on the floor that the assistant referee can't see him. But there's no way that should have been disallowed.
1: It's crazy, really, to be honest with you, and. Um, did you? Oh well, I looked at the the stats at the end of the game. Arsenal had twenty shots on goal, but only four on target. Yeah, so had more shots on target than, than I mean,
0: Arsenal, I, 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 I fancied Arsenal before the game. I, I thought I thought they'd probably win it. It oh, might be a draw. But but I thought that Bournemouth were probably unlucky in the end. I think the. I mean, the goal Bournemouth got was 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 on the break from Arsenal, sort of tick attack of football, yeah, yeah. and and they lost possession, and then Bournemouth broke a, a great finish. I thought it was a really good goal um, from King. But Arsenal's this was the other thing because the, the the foul that led to Arsenal's winner was the same guy that scored the own goal. So again, that was sort of a needless foul. Where where he, I think that was Mustafi again. He, he pulled him back, and then Arsenal take a quick free kick. And then sort of yeah. four passes later, it's in. It's in the middle of the goal, and Abamian just sort of slots it in. Tap in and um, I
1: didn't yeah. he'd be happy with, with you know, because he had so much space in the middle. He was kind of in between the two defenders.
0: Yeah, I, I think they caught Bournemouth off guard. But but after the second goal went in, I mean, Bournemouth hit the post. Um, uh it was actually Lerma, wasn't it? He he hit one from about twenty yards. The yeah, guy who yeah. got the own goal, he hit one and it, and it it bounced back off the post. But and I thought Bournemouth had a couple a couple of other decent chances where if they had a got a point, I don't think it would have been that much of a surprise. But
1: right.
0: um Arsenal stopping the rut of uh their their three games drawn, last three games in the league, that they've um They've only taken a point from, so they they've stopped that slide now and back to winning ways. But they've got uh, Spurs next Sunday, so that should be a good game.
1: Sure, hear about that next week.
0: Well, it depends on the result.
1: Mm. <laughs> All right. So the uh, the Wolves Huddersfield game was the second game on Sunday. Um, Huddersfield, you know, playing really really well. Um, but that was their first away win since February in the league, so it's been a long, long time since they won an away game. Uh, yeah, Wolves now are five, I think it's five without a win in the league, just look like they're struggling a little bit now. Um, after, obviously an impressive start. Um, but they, was, they, yeah, they were playing, playing so well, I think, wrong because it's not like they've had any injuries or anything and it doesn't well see- no i mean i think so, so they
0: they lost to watford 2-0 at home and then they lost to brighton and then it was the spurs game where well i mean spurs 3-0 up and then the two penalties then i thought they
1: the, yeah.
0: when they they went to arsenal and drew 1-0 i thought they played really really well and i think that was probably a game that they should have won but what impresses me is, is is Huddersfield really if you think about their last i mean it's their last three games so they've taken seven points from the last three games so they beat fulham didn't they then they got a point at west ham and now that win on sunday so they've gone they've gone three points bottom of the league up to 15th really, after three crazy. games such such a turnaround yeah, where... a like, well
1: we'll go on to newcastle in a minute but pretty much the same for them
0: really isn't it but yeah um, but
1: I know I mean we
0: forgot to mention it last week but we did we did get a message from a Huddersfield fan didn't we we where yeah the 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 gist of the message was basically it's difficult to judge Huddersfield just from seeing highlights if you actually go and watch them live week in week out what you actually see is completely different to what you see if you're just seeing sort of edited highlights and I've got to kind of agree with that against Wolves. I thought they played really well. They were so dangerous from set pieces, and they they defended really really well. I mean, Wolves had a couple of chances, but I wouldn't I wouldn't actually say Huddersfield were in any danger at any point in that game. Um, I thought they
1: they really deserved the three points there. Um, the the goals scored by Aaron Moy, both of them were were pretty well taken, weren't they? The first one was just kind of like a edge of the box sort of like you just put you went for placement rather than complete power and then obviously the free kick which you know, the first one was a good finish I, I, I think the keepers, the keepers yeah there.
0: I think the keepers at fault you shouldn't get beaten at your near post like that was a yeah. free kick
1: but I always find it weird when they can see free kicks like that because it I think the keepers always going to blame the wall I think in that situation
0: yeah but to, but to be fair I think I think it was uh, Neves there was there yeah, was quite yeah. a bit of coverage of him afterwards in the wall. He sort of he's on the end of the wall and he sort of shirks away from it. Um, so he sort of, he sort of turns his back.
1: Yeah, good cool. good win though for Huddersfield. And we're, well, speaking of uh, of wins, uh, Burnley Newcastle three wins on the bounce for Newcastle now. So yeah, you know, they're up to thirteenth. Getting things right round <laughs> now. Um, but for for Burnley again. It's it's another another defeat, and they are literally hovering above relegation zone now. They've only won two in the last fifteen Premier League games. That's not a lot, is it? Yeah it's,
0: yeah, it's yeah, it's um, it's it's not great. It's not great at all. I mean, I, I think that game was quite a hard one to call. Really, I think maybe even last season you, you'd you'd be Burnley would probably be pretty strong favourites at home, but something seems to have happened at newcastle i mean that they got the same squad as, as as they had a three or four weeks ago when they were really struggling but like you say three wins in a row now and like huddersfield i mean that's taken newcastle sort of above west ham which a couple of weeks ago you never would have thought it's going to happen but you've got credit where it's due i do worry a bit for burnley we, we we can't use the Europa League hangover anymore, but they just they know. just concede. I think, yeah, I, I think I saw. It. Apart from uh, Fulham, they've conceded the second second most in the league. I think Burnley have, which you wouldn't normally associate with them. So they they need to turn it around. They need to turn it around quickly. They are they
1: are like I said, hovering just above relegation. Yeah, they are going to need to think of something quick. Um, the the
0: bottom of the league, the, the bottom of the table is quite interesting, though, because from, from Fulham in 20th to, I mean, there's now a four-point gap up to West Ham. So, like, Newcastle have sort of pulled away a bit now, and Huddersfield has seemed to be doing the same thing, and Palace have got sucked into it a bit. So, yeah, it's changing a bit down the bottom.
1: Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, um, any other game? Uh...
0: Now we're now we're going to talk about this game. Oh, Deli to Son. his pace on the counter has been so important. He breezed beyond his man Georginio, and he's into the box, and he scored a delightful goal. And him the three up against Chelsea. Why don't you um, g- get
1: get your excuses in now, I Chris? I don't even know where to start. To be honest with you. So we'll start with the, the the first goal which I didn't think was a free kick I'll be completely honest I didn't think it was a free kick and obviously score from the goal the defender David Luiz, just, he looked like he'd been out on the drink the night before because he was awful, everything that he was doing he was just doing wrong, like things that were right every time someone was passing to him I was just thinking just stop passing to him because he's just going to lose the ball I thought Chelsea should have had a penalty after the first goal. I thought they were unlucky. I thought that... Wait, what is this? Is it Hoyt? Five? I, I don't know. The Hoyt. That guy. I thought like there was more than enough contact on Hazard. Uh, but after that, I don't think I've got any complaints, to be honest with you. Just, you know, the the Kane goal, David Lewis again. I just... I don't know what he was. Why is he not trying to block it? Does he think he's going wide? I I have no idea. And then the third goal, just I think that was funny. he just about gave up. I think Sun knew that he had the pace on Jorginho and David Louis. Again, David Louis just he I don't know what he was doing. He just like kind of ran past him. He went to tackle him and then completely just ran past him. And then Sun scored. A you know, slight consolation with Giroud scoring, but yeah.
0: it, w- it wasn't even a consolation, Chris. Come it's on! Yeah.
1: I- I've
0: Quite I've up, heard so it. I've
1: enough,
0: enough, I've heard every excuse under the sun over the last couple of days, e- even to the extent of Spurs should be docked points because their stadium's not ready, which has got absolutely nothing to do with that game. I so. It, it, this is quite nice for me because I can be a bit less biased than I think I normally am. But I think Spurs rattled Chelsea from the first whistle. And I don't think there's any doubt about that. They they stopped them playing. They pressed them high. They hurried them when they had the ball. I, I disagree with you. I think it was a free kick. Um, I think free kicks are given for a lot less than that. I think that the thing, from a Chelsea point of view, you probably should be more worried about is how how Deli Ali got to the ball first, and then it went through the keeper's hands. I think the keeper should have done a lot better with that. Um, completely agree with you. David Luiz was—you may as well have taken him off and played with ten men because exactly to,
1: what I said to my dad. To, to get out,
0: to get out of the way of Harry Kane's shot. I mean, you can you can see the shock on Harry Kane's face that he scored, and you can you can almost see it in the majority of the crowd in 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 the picture, because I don't think anyone was expecting that to go in. Um, I, I will agree with you. I think I think the first one was a penalty, but you 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 can't dwell on that. You didn't lose because of that one call. Son could have could have had a hat trick in the first half. His his goal to make it 3-0, you're you're right, the, the Chelsea defence just could not cope with him. But I, I think they were I think they were rattled. I don't think they were expecting Spurs to play the way they did. And they just they absolutely dominated that game and they thoroughly deserved to win it. Three one, Chris. Free one.
1: The annoying thing is that I I can't really disagree. You, you don't. I, I don't think I don't, just, think. I don't think. I don't think there's any
0: excuses. Look, if the, if Chelsea, Chelsea were, were going to lose at they some. Compete. They were going to lose at some point. Yeah. It just yeah, what makes it even better is that it was Spurs they lost to. But they were going to lose at some point. Hazard was completely. Ineffective. He didn't. He hardly did anything in the game. I thought, J- J- Jorginho was nullified. Whatever it is he does, very well. Spurs didn't let him do it. Ingolo Conte, why he's Kante Sorry, what? Why he's being played further upfield? I, I don't quite get it. When he's the best at what he does in like a holding role,
1: <laughs>
0: and I think, I think Chelsea have only got themselves to blame. Think the... You can fire all the excuses at Spurs you want about all these trophies you've won, etc., etc., etc. You got beaten by the better side. It's as simple yeah. as
1: that. Um, who Who is this uh,
0: man you speak of?
1: It's just slightly... He's the man, Rich, that has the most offsides this season, yeah. or not. Like well, that guy just will not stay on side it was like three times in the first half he was caught offside let alone last the week before like last week not last week, the week before five times he was caught offside in one game i i'm so glad
0: that he turned spurs down because he knew he wouldn't get in ahead of harry kane he he i, I don't i don't get him to I be understand.
1: honest um, like and, he, and then-
0: he he He's, he's in the world of, like, um, Shevchenko. When, I mean, he was brilliant before he went to Chelsea. I don't think he was great at Chelsea, was he? I think Morat is the same. No. I, I don't think he gives you anything, apart from he a break his, in play with his flag for there offside.
1: There strikers in the last 10 years that have been remotely good for Chelsea. See if you can name them.
0: Drogba and Costa.
1: There you go. Because they were good at holding the ball up. He just, he just doesn't want to hold the ball up. He just wants to take players on and someone has got to tell him in his head he is not as good as what he thinks. He might have been able to get away with that in Serie A, in La Liga. He cannot get away with playing like that. I'm afraid. Look, There's no way that he's going to be able to take on three defenders from Tottenham. Not a chance. And you, what happened when Giroud Come on? Giroud come on. We had someone in the middle to to aim for to hold the ball up, and he scores. You know, I mean, doesn't really matter that he scored to be honest, but he got a goal. Uh, just, uh, you know, I, I, was... I agree with you. The, the, the main difference in that game uh, mate, was,
0: was, was 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 the 90th minute. How have they cheeky? Oh, best no, team good. ever, United. Best team ever, gonna win it. The the the, the main the, the reason Spurs won that game is because Son, Ericsson, Ali, Kane played just to their the 11, potential. Just save the 11. Yeah, but, but Hazard, Willian, Morata, um, all your players oh, yeah. that make a difference did, did nothing because Spurs didn't let them. Hey. Oh, yeah, it, it, it should it have been more. We, we should have got f- four, five, maybe even six.
1: I cannot disagree with you. Yeah. It was Fellaini that scored for Man
0: United as well. Oh. Yeah. With his head, I bet. No one's going to know, gonna know so... who he is. They're going
1: to be like, scored that goal? <laughs> there you <laughs> go.
0: The, the torture's over for you, Chris. I do think may be, be yet, yeah, to be honest
1: with you, I don't
0: there, there, there may be one or two more references, but we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on.
1: So we'll we'll move on. That's That was the weekend review for the Premier League. Uh, so next up rich has got the uh, reviews of the championship
0: and league one yeah i'm hoping there's some clues in here for the teaser so anyway
1: uh so yeah quick summary of the championship sorry you could try and count numbers whether you know if you could remember what teams haven't
0: Huh? I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm just hoping there's a few in here that I can pick out so Norwich remain two points clear at the top after a comprehensive 4-1 win away at Swansea so that's their sixth straight win in the league and from those six games they've got a goal difference of plus 11 so Norwich are on an absolutely brilliant run of form at the moment uh Middlesbrough are still second they uh beat Brentford 2-1 away in the late kickoff on Saturday and that was their second win on the bounce. Uh, but they're also undefeated in their last six games. But there are a few draws in there. Uh, Leeds are in third. Uh, they beat Bristol City 2-0 at home. And West Brom are in fourth after beating bottom club Ipswich 2-1 away on Friday night. Sheffield United were the only team in the top eight who didn't win at the weekend. Uh, they drew 2 all away at Rotherham who are in 19th. Derby make up the final playoff spot in sixth. They got a 2-1 win away at Sheffield Wednesday, so a good three points for Derby. Um, At the bottom, Ipswich remain firmly rooted. Uh, They're now six points from safety. As mentioned, they went down 2-1 at home to West Brom. Hull are in 23rd, uh, but they're five points ahead of Ipswich, uh, but they lost 2-0 at home to Nottingham Forest, which was their first defeat in four games. Uh, Bolton occupy the final relegation place, but they did get their first point in the last five games with a 1-1 draw away at Millwall. Uh, On to League One. So, Portsmouth are now four points clear at the top after a 2-1 win away at Scunthorpe, which was their seventh win in the last nine games. Uh, and The other two were draws, so they're unbeaten in nine now, Pompey. And still only one defeat all season. So, um, it looks like we could have the South Coast Derby back next year in the championship. If, if saints go down and Pompey go up, it's looking a little bit more realistic. Uh, Sunderland are in second, but they could only pick up a point at the weekend away at Walsall, but it was actually a good point because they went down to 10 men after Max power was sent. What a name, Max power, Uh, was sent off in the 22nd minute and then they went 2-0 down but Sunderland uh, pulled one back and then got an equaliser in the 89th minute so turned out to be quite a good point in the end Uh, Barnsley are third they picked up a point at home drawing 1-1 with Doncaster Luton are up to fourth after their fourth win in their last five they beat Gillingham 3-1 away Peterborough are fifth after picking up a point in a 1-1 draw away at Coventry. That was on Friday night. Uh, but no win in the last three now for Peterborough. So their form's kind of dipped. Charlton make up the last playoff place in sixth. And they beat Bristol Rovers 3-1 at home. Uh, at the bottom, three of the bottom four won. Uh, but it doesn't really change the positions that much. Uh, Bradford are bottom uh they beat oxford 2-0 at home uh wimbledon are in 23rd they won 2-1 at home to south end and plymouth in 22nd won 2-1 at home to fleetwood uh bristol rovers make up the last relegation place in 21st and they lost 3-1 away at charlton and that's league one okay
1: so moving on to league two uh, Lincoln have gone back to the top of League 2 on goal difference after they drew 1-0 with Mansfield. Uh, MK Dons, who were top, lost only their second game of the season. Um, and that, that, Obviously, that makes them sit down to second. They lost 3-2 to Stevenage. Uh, Stevenage has actually scored twice in the last five minutes to get them the three points. Colchester are up to third after they drew 1-0 with Exeter. Mansfield in fourth. They also drew to topside Lincoln. And then they both left Newport, who suffered a 2-1 defeat to Cheltenham. Uh, So their poor goal difference now stands at minus three. And uh, they're in fifth. Uh, All all three of those teams, so uh, Colchester, Mansfield and Newport are all on 32 points. It's pretty close at the top. Uh, Exeter just behind them in 6th and Tram in 7th after they were held to a one one draw with Oldham so none of the top 7 in League 2 won this weekend uh, so most of them drew I think 5 out of the 7 drew 2 of them lost uh, so down to the bottom end of the table maxwell registered their 2nd win of the season at home to Yeovil uh, They they are uh, Still seven points From safety though, Macclesfield so Still need uh, To uh, to gain some wins But obviously they've got Sol Campbell uh, He's just been named manager Of Macclesfield so Give can... him a week,
0: he won't last a week <laughs> A week?
1: Yes <Jeez. laughs> uh, Not counting the other team in the relegation zone um, They did manage To pick up a point though uh, they drew one all, um, but this is this is quite a good one. So Mor so Knox County who drew with Morkham one all. Uh, Kevin Ellison scored for Morecambe in the last two minutes. He's thirty nine. No. Much travelled striker Kevin Ellison. Th- th- so there's
0: can... st- there's still hope for me yet, Chris. Yeah,
1: thirty nine. Yes, yeah, so it's pretty good. Yeah, there um, you go. So, well i said that no team in the top seven won this weekend but no no team in the bottom six lost this weekend so yeah yeah that's the wrong way around yeah well i i just
0: i just give you some news hot off the press from because there were some matches tonight so especially in league one so Sunderland have won, Portsmouth have won again, Peterborough have won, Luton have won and Charlton have won. So the, the top teams are all uh, winning again in League uh, League One. Uh, in the Championship, Norwich have drawn 0-0 with Hull. Uh, so some drop points there for, for Norwich. Leeds have won, Middlesbrough have drawn. So both of the top two have drawn today. Um, and... Uh, just in the EFL Cup to so the rearranged game, Leicester have just beaten Saints on penalties. So, after the match finished, the match finished nil nil after 90 minutes. And, uh, Leicester, yeah, they've just won 6 5 on penalties to go through to the next round. So, another another blank game for Saints, uh, with no goals. So,
1: uh, there were four fixture in the League Two as well this season. Uh, MK Dons uh one so they've gone back top now um Lincoln drew 1-0 away Yeovil lost 3-0 to Port Vale Not great result there um Macclesfield have won again they've beaten Exeter away so so they've
0: they've beaten Yeovil and Exeter in the last two games
1: yeah so they're having some good good times and um, they get desperate the to Macclesfield are actually now only four points off safety now so the, Mm-hmm. It's the sole Campbell effect, mate. Look. Yeah, <laughs> they've won I'll still, I'll, and they've not conceded a goal. I still
0: give him a week.
1: Right. A- okay.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we'll wrap up the review there. Uh, so that's the the end of part one. So uh we'll be back in part two for our special topic, which is VAR. Uh, a rundown of the predictions, and we'll let you know what's coming up next week. So we'll see you in part. hi mate sorry me again um i've just thought of a really good feature we could do um like linking the relevance to uh team shirt sponsors to their to their form in the league this season i thought chelsea would be uh, quite a good place to start because uh, i think they're sponsored by some tyre company aren't they and uh i think the the wheels are well and truly falling off tonight so i just thought it might be relevant anyway let me know uh speak to you later mate
1: bye and uh, welcome back to episode 15 of view from the sideline podcast this is part two and we are going to talk about well special topic this week is around var uh, which um a lot of decisions this weekend in the premier league i think would have benefited from from var but um we'll, we'll go through our feelings on the situation um but but for for me just to start off um I actually think it's a good idea. I think, you know, referees seem to be missing key decisions week in, week out, and they are getting a lot of blame for these decisions. Not saying that they, sh- you know, they probably should be seeing these things, but if it's affecting teams' overall position in the league, I think maybe it is time that we, we definitely have VAR. If you know, football was, you know, has come a long way, in the last sort of 10 10 years and you know only a few years back we saw goal line technology come in and, and even then it was still like should it be here shouldn't it be here it's the same with VAR I think once it's here I think it will just be the norm um but let's see what you feel Rich. On, on, on
0: well here. yeah I, I mean I agree I just just want to clear something up so I know that you said about um the free kick for Spurs' first goal against. Sorry, I'm going back to that game. I do apologise. Um, that the first goal, if VAR was around, it would have cleared that up, that, that it wouldn't, wasn't actually a foul. But so there's four, there's four types of decisions that VAR can be used to review, and they are goals. So whether there was a violation during the attacking phase of play, such as an offside or foul it can be used to review penalty decisions other fouls are not reviewable unless they are linked to a direct red card decision so var would not be used for your 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 normal free kicks um, and the fourth reason it can be used is for mistaken identity in awarding a red or yellow card. So the, the, they're the—I so just wanted to prove you wrong. It's just because that was another oh, excuse as to why Chelsea lost. Oh, yeah. So
1: the,
0: they're, they're the four—they're the four reasons uh, that VAR can be used to to review a decision. Like you say, there were a, there were a few over the weekend. I would probably say. Um, the the Bournemouth offside goal that was disallowed probably for Laney's stamp I probably think would, would have gone to VAR because it's it's, it's a possible red card decision um, I think the Watford penalty that was not given would have gone to VAR as well but I agree with you I think it needs to come into football I think it was I think personally I think it was a success Success at the World Cup I think as you mentioned goal line technology I think that's only been good for the game uh, I think it, it it clears up a lot of discussion around was it or wasn't it over the line now you have a definitive answer and I think that's uh, that's what VAR does I mean I, I think part of what makes football the game that it is it is is the debate and it is the difference of opinion and it's the 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 the, the arguments if you like that come up on a Monday morning because of decisions that were made over the weekend but I think I I think for the good of the game I think VAR needs to come in and I think it's I think it's about time the premier league as one of the leading leagues in the world when you look at the other leagues that are using it i think i think it's a good thing that they're going to start next year yeah
1: the the actual concept of, of var was is, has been discussed for a while um but it was actually first trialed in the 2012 2013 season um on and off um but it wasn't actually used used it, it was just used in games where they were looking at uh, at key decisions throughout the games. Yeah, It was used in the Dutch league. Um, do,
0: do, do you know the Do you know what league it was first used in in a competitive top flight
1: match? Uh, I believe. Um, this should have been the when teaser. When I look when I look into it, I know there was a live trial in two thousand sixteen in an MLS reserve game, um, but I don't know. Top so, so
0: so, so the first time it was used in a top-flight professional club game was in the A-League. I thought you would have known that, Chris. Oh, right, yeah. Actually,
1: no, I did know that.
0: <laughs> in, in 2017, <laughs> yeah, so the Melbourne City...
1: The sign up
0: for it, yeah. yeah, so it was between Melbourne City and Adelaide, and it finished
1: 1-1, and the game... No, they P, did they?
0: no, the game was completed without VAR being called upon. So even though passed. it's the first game, it was being used at. I mean, so what? The, the one thing that 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 sticks out for me that needs to <clears throat> become better with VAR, and I think I can probably only use the World Cup as a as a barometer, if you like, is. It, it's, it's how they're going to figure out how to tell fans that are actually in yeah. the stadium what's going on, because I think that's one thing that that sort of was, well, I, to be honest with you, I think any any game or any competition or any league that's used VAR, that seems to be the overriding feedback. That that comes back from fans is that they're, they're sat in the stadium, but they've got no idea
1: what is being reviewed. So in in cricket, am I right in saying in cricket they use the big screens? I mean, are they, are they doing well, I'm not hundred percent sure, um, but I think, like you said, there are a few issues. I think that obviously yeah, they are going to hopefully sort out before. But NCAA on on that, I
0: don't, I don't I don't think Premier League grounds show contentious they incidents don't, they on don't. replays no, they
1: don't.
0: so i doubt they would do that with var but, but there's there's got to be a have way to show,
1: they don't have to show the say it was a like a, a penalty decision they don't need to show that they just put up there like i don't know var i don't know they need just need something on there to let the fans know um what, what's what's happening i think the other thing as well is is the the amount of time that it can take for a a decision to to be made using var i think a couple of times in the world Cup, it was like the referee was listening to the vid like the the guy in the 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 control center they're not sure then the referee has to go over to the, the the tv monitor on the side of the pitch to have a look um i'm, not, well, I, I'm not, I, not sure how you speed it up Last thing so i can actually it... tell you
0: what the average time is chris the average the average time to review a var decision is 80 seconds okay so that that's so that that so that's that, 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 since it's been in use it, it it's not but a couple of things one that's an average time and i i, I don't know if, if you think of say Spurs Arsenal, for example, so it's a fiery game. Um, there's a lot on the line. You you could have three, four, five, maybe even six calls that go to VAR. And if you're talking just over a minute for each one, I, I think that's quite a delay. I, I, I just hope it doesn't stop the flow, yeah. That,
1: I the, think the flow of the game really too much. I'm hoping not, because obviously it can, you know... I, I, they add time on at the end, don't they? I, I believe so. Well, I think they.
0: I think they stop the clock.
1: They stop the clock. Okay.
0: Uh, I think so. Or they just. They just add the time on at did the you, end, like they you... do for injuries or something like that.
1: So you know, like rugby. So in rugby, they have the referees mic'd up. So obviously, if you're sat at home watching the game, you can hear what the referee is saying to like the the guy in the stadium who's looking at if it's a try, if it's not a try. Yeah. Do you think that that's something they'd ever consider in football having a referee mic'd up? No. <laughs> knows
0: the, knows the short answer because I think it, even though that you, you probably wouldn't associate with it, I think I I think there's too much risk of language of bad language being being picked being up through the, the mic. Um for some reason rugby players don't seem to swear. Because the, the, for, especially in rugby, for dissent, you've you like you you've got your additional ten metre penalties. There's actually yeah. consequences for for sort of disrespect towards the referee. I, I think in there's been talk for ages about refs should be mic'd up in in Premier League games, but I don't I don't think they'd ever do it. I think the only thing you could possibly ever hear would be the conversation between the ref. And the officials who yeah, are watching so it would, on TV, um, may, maybe once they're reviewing it, I don't know. But actually, on the pitch, I'm, I'm not sure you, you'd ever see it.
1: You don't even it, when you're watching the game at home. You don't re- all you see is they normally bring up a box in like the top left or right hand corner of like the control centre of where they're looking at the decision and they've got about 80 tv screens in there and you don't really know what they're looking at you don't know what they're thinking um, well the,
0: the the benefit you've got from watching it on football and I, I did find this in the world cup is because the tv replays are pretty much instant and they're from so many different angles you can kind of decipher for yourself what it is they're reviewing
1: you, you're um tending to be someone in the var control room right? <laughs> oh yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> but i, I I think if
0: I if I was sat in a stadium and there was an incident in the penalty area, so you could be uh, using VAR to decide whether it's a penalty or it could be completely the other way where you're VAR in it to see if it was a dive, which could be a second yellow card, which would lead to a sending off. I mean, I know I know there's not sort of 100 different options that they could be looking at, but I just think they need to make it a bit more a bit more so, user friendly for the crowds that, gonna happen that are there
1: after, after the game when they do the interviews. The interviews are going to not last as long because they're just going to say, you, "You you played very well," you, or "You didn't play very well." Yeah, but
0: exactly. But that that's part.
1: But that's part of it. You're going to yeah. you're going to you're almost going
0: to lose all of that. I mean, actually, but, it's gonna be thirty minutes less. At this, right? Yeah, but you're the, actually, going to show four of the games. The, there's that there's one thing that I noted down that that i i hope they can kind of rectify that so if, if you look at refereeing at the moment i think there's there are slight differences in the interpretation of the laws which which are put down by referees i think that's why you get some decisions that are given and some yeah. some that aren't because you can you can read a rule book as much as you want but there is that human Sort of human element to yeah, it,
1: yeah.
0: but I don't know whether you get the same problem with vi with VAR. So, is there a different? But because you're being told in because the referees being told in their in their their earpiece or whatever it is they wear, is is there an interpretation of what VAR would be used for?
1: Oh uh, yeah, mm.
0: but but because someone else who's because the referee needs all the help they can get so i i think the majority of var uh, reviews that happened in the world cup were because if not all of them were because the, the referees watching it on the monitor advised the referee that there's probably something he might want to go back and have a look at because i I think that's how it works. I don't think the referee on the pitch
1: instigates VAR, do they? Well, well and and unless they want to. Did you see the situation? I can't remember which league it was, but it was a couple of months ago, where the players actually were in the dressing room, and the referee ordered them to come back out on the pitch because he'd re- reviewed a decision.
0: Yes, and they went back out for a penalty. Yeah, they had to come back out for yes. A- I think that was in I think that was in Italy.
1: Was it Italy? It, or
0: was it... Italy or Germany I think that was yeah. yeah. It was it was Germany.
1: It was Germany, yeah, I remember now. It was Germany. And they they had to go they had to go back out and take the penalty yeah. then go back in for half time. <laughs> crazy.
0: It's I crazy.
1: Hate- I think I think they need to iron out a few issues, but I would say just, you know, look how that you know the German the German Italian leagues are doing because they've been using it for over a season now. I think Spain came on it this year. Um, but I I think it's still you know, it it's gonna stop the debates after the game saying, oh we lost the match because we didn't get a free kick. We didn't we didn't get a penalty. So and so shouldn't have been sent off. So so it's basic so it's basically gonna
0: stop what you've been like all weekend after Chelsea lost
1: but i can't argue so, with technology mate no but you you've thrown every you've thrown health. every excuse technology under the sun out I can't argue. right okay although they should have got some like the penalty was a penalty VAR would have
0: cleared yeah penalty. yeah it was yeah, yeah. but the, so another i've got another fact to throw at you chris so yeah. during during the 2018 world cup where var was in use there were there was a record 29 penalties that were awarded during that tournament which beat the rec- the previous record of 17 which was from the 1998 world cup so that's almost double the amount of penalties that were awarded 22, 22 of which were scored so obviously there were seven that were missed but if you if if you can cast your mind back to the world cup yeah. Pretty much, whenever there was any sort of contact in the box from a corner or a set-piece or something, the refs were blowing for penalties. And the the defenders never seemed to learn their lesson. So I wonder if that's something that's going to be sort of relevant in the Premier League next yeah. year, if we're going to see an increased amount of penalties.
1: But you sit week in, week out, don't you, from corners. There's people shoving Yeah, out. but 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 i don't think i
0: don't think there's been that increase in the amount of penalties awarded in the other leagues that are using var mm. but maybe that's because i know that the 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 fifa directive on refereeing is different to uefa so that that's why there's always this difference in in sort of refereeing between European football and the Premier League, for example. Oh, because there's, I think there's different directives for each one. So maybe maybe that's a FIFA thing as to why why there was more penalties in the World Cup. But
1: I'm sure we'll be having this discussion next season after the first round of games. <laughs> it, it,
0: it will half the time of our podcasts. We'll we, just say he, he scored a good goal. They yeah. obviously deserve. They obviously
1: deserve to win to, because te- it, technology deemed yeah, that they should technology win. Yeah, yeah. But we could, um I think that I think as as long as they just t- take their time from now until August next year and just ironing out the, the few issues that might arise, I think you know, I think it will it will improve the game. And you know, this time in two years, it will just be the normal. It will just be the yeah. Normal. The exactly like, exactly like goal
0: line technology yeah. i mean just just going very quickly going back to goal about goal line technology did you see the one in the wolves huddersfield game when it, it was literally like a millimeter a millimeter of the ball was on the line so it wasn't given as a goal it was a, a brilliant clearing uh clearance from the defender on the line but when when goal line technology first came on you thought that's over the line but there was the smallest bit of ball that wasn't yeah. hence why it wasn't given so it proves it works yeah
1: it yeah i think yeah, and i yeah, think var
0: good. i think var will be the same i think once it's bedded in sort of give it till october november couple of months into the season i think i think it'll be fine i think it's a good thing
1: we'll just get used to it after a while i don't think there'll be any as long as they can sort out the communication to the fans inside the stadium, I think, I think it'll be all right.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, good, good topic.
1: So, yeah, a special topic on VAR, uh, and we're going to go into some news on predictions.
0: Uh, yes, so uh, I think I came out on top on the predictions over the weekend. If that's right, Chris, I think there was one game I got absolutely spot on. So I got 10 points for it. Can you remember which one it was?
1: Um,
0: Yeah, I know, I know which one uh, it was. Yeah, Tottenham Chelsea. Yeah, I predicted 3-1 to Spurs on that one. So, yeah, uh, so uh, I came out on top, so I got 25 points. Chris had 15, and then our guest last week, Scott, had 10 so uh, no change at the top of the prediction table. Uh, we've got um, Dave this week is our is our guest predictor. Uh, he's a United fan. Um, yeah. So well, a bit happier than he was at the weekend. So we've got a bit of a mixture of uh, league games and then um, free games from the second round of the FA Cup in this week's prediction. So they're available on Facebook and on Twitter and you can see all previous uh, predictions by by week and the uh, updated table on the website at www.vftsl.co.uk. So all the prediction
1: details are on there. Oh.
0: So and we'll uh, be posting the uh, results over the weekend from this week's games.
1: So uh, the teaser, Rich. Have
0: yes. You any more about the answer? I can definitely think of two but I'm sure there's more originally I thought there was none I thought it was a trick question I don't do tricks no I can think of Rotherham and Preston they're the two that I can think of but I'm thinking there must be more than that I'm going to guess I'm going to say five
1: you're going with five
0: I can, okay, so, um, oh, I, def- I definitely know two But I'm thinking there's got to be more than that So I'm just plucking a number out of thin air I'm going to say five
1: Five, okay So what were the teams that you said that you knew definitely Well the ones I'm thinking of Are Rotherham and Preston Wolverhampton, so Rotherham and Preston You are correct They have not been in the Premier League
0: I'm trying to think of who the bottom four is And who the top six are Then just trying
1: to so, uh, uh, M- Millwall. Millwall. The Millwall or another one? <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, I'm
0: out. I'm out. It's so a guess. It's a pure guess. So, I'm I'm going to go with five because I'm not I'm not going to change my so mind.
1: The uh, so you were right in saying that uh, Preston and Loverham, uh Millwall have also not been in there. Brentford have not been in the Premier League. Uh, yeah. And Bristol City. Is five right. Five is right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it must be my lucky weekend. Oh. This, I, do you know what? I wasn't sure. Sh- I wasn't this week sure on Millwall. East end. I wasn't sure on Millwall because I remember them playing like United, but I'm sure that was in the FA Cup. That was the and FA I was, Cup final. Yeah, but I was thinking, were they in the Premier League at the time? I thought they might have had one season in there. I mean,
1: yeah, if you look at the league table, they are fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, nineteenth, and twenty-first. So they're all. I involved. I wouldn't
0: have got. I wouldn't have thought of Brentford.
1: So that is great. So you think nineteen of the Championship sides at the moment have been in the Premier League.
0: That's crazy. But how many in lower divisions? If you you look at your your Sunderland,
1: your Portsmouth, your Bradford. You've also got, uh, so in League One, I can tell you who've been in that. So League One, you've got Portsmouth, Sunderland, Barnsley, Charlton, Blackpool, and there was more.
0: There's loads, isn't there? I can't believe I got that right. I cannot believe that. That was, oh, I, that was i I, I i wouldn't have got, got brenford if i'd kept complete. going i might have thought of bristol but i, I wouldn't have got Brentford.
1: your uh, your week is complete mate so it is so, moving on to next week so next week uh we're actually going to do um for the special topic the fa cup third round draw is on the monday so when we're recording on tuesday we're going to look at a few of the toys that have um being made, it's always a, a, a big occasion, the third round draw, I always love watching the third round draw. Um so yeah, so we're going to have a look at some of the, the top games uh, from that draw and obviously hopefully some of the lower league sides have, have managed to get in uh, from this weekend's games as well, so hopefully there'll, there'll be some uh, hopefully Sully Hall can get through and get Chelsea
0: That'd be a scalp.
1: I, norm- I normally, I normally hope for Yeovil versus Chelsea, but that ain't gonna happen anytime soon at the moment. So,
0: mm. no, not the way Chelsea are playing. That's the last one, that's I promise. That's, that's the last one. Okay.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> that is it for episode fifteen. Uh, Rich, have you got anything else to add? I've
0: just, I've just got one thing to add which is not about the Spurs-Chelsea game. Um, I just I just wanted to say a, a huge thank you to everybody who's listening to the podcast, who's subscribed to the podcast through the various channels and that's helped us um, on the way so far. And we've just hit a 1,000 views on YouTube, um, which is something that we didn't think would happen for a long, long time when we started this. I know we're 15 episodes in, but... Um, i think for for chris and i it's quite an achievement to hit that hit that number of views just through just through the youtube channel so obviously we're, we're also on itunes and spotify so we've got listeners through there but yes yeah, it's, it's a great achievement so thank you to everybody
1: yeah let's uh echo that as well um so we hit a, a thousand um like listens and downloads i think last week wasn't it through the, the three channels. yes it was but- yeah um yeah we literally just hit a thousand on on youtube like rich said um i think when we started uh you know i i I always said from the start i'd be happy if it was just one person listening you know but let alone people listening you know week in week out which is obviously great um but yeah if you um you know if you've got anything you want to discuss with us around football just you know, getting contact with us through facebook through instagram through twitter just search for you from the sideline um and we'll we'll, uh, we'll pop up there and and yeah i think that is um that is about it from me so uh, have a good week everyone and i will see you next week
0: Yep, yeah, speak to you next week Three one chris free one